is not the podcast to be listening to in the car with your kids. Um, it's definitely not PG. Maybe a conservative grandmother or mother wouldn't exactly appreciate the language because I cuss a lot. Sorry, not sorry. But I do hope this brings you a little LOL moment, makes you think, honey, roller coaster of emotions. Hold on to your nipples. We're about to enter 30 Paws. Hey, 30 Pausers. Welcome back. She's back. She's back. Solo dolo. I'm riding solo. But boy, did I love my episodes with Brendan. He's the best. We love him. We love him for that. So what's good, everybody? I mean, honestly, we're back to the solo dolo pods for a bit. And there's been some serious happenings. So I just kind of want to, like, keep keep everybody um, up to date, so to speak. So let me just say this. The way I value my friendships is truly like no other. I love my friendship with each and every one of my friends, my close circle. I don't have a whole lot of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances. I have very few friends. And, yes, I'm one of those. And, you know, whatever. I'm just that person because here's my thing. My friends, my tribe, honey, the people that I know who know me, who sometimes love to call me out on my bullshit and vice versa, I have known in for a solid like 10 years plus, you know, those are my people, you know, we know each other, I know you, and it's just, and it's a great situation and a great feeling. I'm, you know, feeling like I'm really stepping into a more of a social life, especially now that Pretty much everything's open. Um, It's such a shitty quote when people are like, let's go back to normal. It's like, honey, 2020 happened. And, like, there's no such thing as back to normal. And, like, let's not go back to normal. Because normal obviously was not serving us. You know what I mean? But that's for another episode and another day. But when, for lack of better words, I don't want to go back to normal. But now that everything's kind of going back to normal. Um, you know, things are opening up. I'm, I'm doing a bit more social things, um, which I'm enjoying at the same time really makes me have a full blown appreciation for like my true friends, my, my ride or dies. I know the term gets used a lot, but it's so fucking true. You know, it's just like I can, we drop everything. We answer each other's phone calls. We talk it out. You know, it's not like, even if I can't answer or they can't answer, it's like, okay, can't answer, call you back later. It's like one of those. It's like, wow, my friends really serve so much of my fulfillment in life that sometimes I just forget that. But I think when you, you're not close to them anymore, now it's just kind of like, oh, I love you people. So shout out to my A1s from day ones. Y'all know who you are. Um, she's been working a lot lately. I'm just going to tell you what the haps. And the haps is working. I'm doing the work. I'm going to work. And then I'm coming home and I'm doing the work. It's just work, honey. Working. And 
I'm ready to retire. You know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I'm ready to retire. I'm tired. And I want to wake up, rise, relax, have a little yoga, work out, get a coffee. Maybe start my day at 10, 30, 11. What's the big deal? What is the big fucking deal about that? I don't know. You know, what's wild is that whoever created this like eight hour, nine hour workday would had to have been on some serious drugs, like speed, just like everybody's on zoomies all the time. You know what I mean? It's just like, where do you get the energy? Because like, by golly, I'm tired. I've been tired. I think I turned 30 and then my body was like, bitch, take a nap. And that's what I did. I napped a lot. I napped a lot through my depression. But let me tell you, that's what happens when I get overwhelmed or I am just like in a pickle. I don't know what to do. And or I am just in a situation where I'm just like, well, I don't know what to do. So I'm not going to do anything. But boy, does that bed look cozy. Let me just cuddle up, take a nap ski. And I love a nap ski. They serve me well. And sometimes I sleep a little too much. But you know what? That's fine. Because there's other nights I'm only getting three, four hours of sleep because my brain's like a goddamn hamster wheel and I can't help it. Fucking balance. I mean, trying to find it. I think it's just going to be a nonstop journey. It's like I was telling my girlfriend today. It's like I've kind of fell off the the train a little bit. I wasn't working out as much as I should have been. I wasn't, you know, um, tracking my meals and la-di-da. Now, I'm not saying you have to do that. But for me, I know what works for me. I know what serves me. I know what I need to do. I'm doing the work. I'm exhausted, but I know what I need to do. It's just like these lifestyle changes are never going to just stop. There's never a finish line. I'm like always going to be on the hamster wheel. And the sooner I actually just come to a full-blown acceptance of my life on this goddamn hamster wheel, just the better. You know what I mean? Like the better for everybody. It's like I'm always going to like want to live a healthier lifestyle because that's what makes me feel better and I like to wear these certain clothes and just look good feel good fuck it I'm vain I don't give a fuck I just don't care it's like you know how some like some of my mom's friends are like deciding to go gray because they're in their mid-50s and it's just like fuck it they don't care anymore I don't have that courage to do that and I don't think I ever will I'm too fucking vain for that, and I'm going to admit it. Honey, love me. Flaws and all. But is she ever going to go full-blown gray? Mm, highly unlikely. But cheers to the ladies who are. Clink, clink, honey, because good for you. I, I don't want to do the maintenance. I'm actually getting my hair done tomorrow, and I cannot freaking wait. By the time you guys hear this, I'm actually going to be doing getting my hair done. But I can't do the roots. I have dirty dishwater. That's the color of my natural hair. Dirty dishwater. And um, don't try to, you know, fluff it up any other way. That's what it is. It's mousy. It's not blonde. But it's not brown. It's this in-between dull color. It reminds me of, like, everybody in the Hunger Games when they're all in their, like, dystopian society. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's this blue, grayish, bland, stone soup and wind pudding eating people, you know? That's the color of my natural hair. I'm always going to be a blonde, baby. 
always going to be a blonde no matter what. Sometimes she may go a little pink. Sometimes she may go a little red. I'm going to be a blonde and I will never go gray because I'm too vain. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Um, so anywho, it's, I, I've had just a lot go on and I will, and, and I'm, guys, I was writing down kind of like the outline of my episode today and I'm just thinking to myself, self, don't wing it, but at the same time, give yourself a little bit of an outline, but wow, I've just got like a lot to say, but I also am exhausted, so I like have no words, but like, it's very rare I actually have no words, do you know what I mean? Any hootie, hey, um, I have a few things I just want to, I want to get off my chest and I want to release the particles on this. So we're just gonna, I don't know if y'all can hear that. I'm holding the mic. I'm doing my best. You know what I mean? Release the particles. Clickety clack, acrylic acrylics. We're releasing them. So, oh boy, I don't know. This was Memorial Day weekend. Okay. And just call me Lemony Schnickets because I'm a series of unfortunate events. And not to say that I don't live a privileged life because your girl does. But I have happenings and I have things health-wise that happen that are just so bizarre, so random. And I feel like I'm just, I'm just kind of like over it and I have to laugh about it or else I'll just cry. That's where I'm at with that. So I'm the queen of like just getting a random rash on my neck for no reason and then just staying there for two weeks or, you know, I'll just like when I was 19, I thought I had this like giant zit on my, the corner of my nose or whatever. Well, then I like drove home from Florida up to, back to Ohio and, um, this, this zit became a planet, honey, and she was just getting larger and larger and then couple days later, I mean, I just woke up in the middle of the night, like three, four in the middle of the night. And I'm just like bawling to my mom because this thing is like literally taking over my face. I can't even touch my face. I'm in so much fucking pain. We go to the emergency room and I have cellulitis. Fucking look it up. I don't know how I got it, but I had cellulitis on my goddamn face. Traumatizing. Truly. So that happened and I had to stay in the hospital overnight what I thought was an actual like blemish under the skin zit became this like giant infection that somehow got into my face and they were like well we can lance it and I'm like first of all not cutting the money maker baby not this face because she's got some flaws but she's got a cute face you know what I mean so I'm just like don't fuck up my face so that's a no okay vanity hello and then the other thing was they were like, oh, we can give you like, you know, two weeks worth of antibiotics and it'll just go away on its own. I'm like, yeah, and look like Quasimodo for three days, duck? I don't think so. I don't think so. So the other choice was just to stay overnight, be hooked up on antibiotics via IV. Honey. Okay, so she was triggered. That was a very triggering time in my life. It was awful. It was very painful. And it was just like, absolutely the worst okay so memorial day weekend i um have this what i think is a zit um underneath my left eye and i'm like god damn it and i guys i suffer from hormonal adult cystic acne i mean it's terrible it's like hashtag 30 fucking paws and the shit that happens to your body as a woman 
when you turn 30 or after 30? Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. It's a lot. So any hoots. I'm like, fuck, I got a huge zit on my face. Wonderful. Okay, yay. So I'm like trying to treat it and I'm like, man, this thing is like really getting big. It's quite fevered. I don't know what's going on. Memorial Day weekend, it's Sunday. I wake up and I'm like, holy shit. My mom's like, whoa, what is going on? I mean, bad. Okay, so I I sit. I'm just trying, doing my best. Monday, Memorial Day, we go over to my brother's. We hang out with my nieces. I'm just like, that's the last thing I want to fucking do is go to a ready med. I just, I think if I'm just, you know, I leave it alone, I treat it, it'll go away. Well, Tuesday morning I wake up, your girl is fucking Quasimodo. Like, it is deformed, it's fevered, it's extremely swollen, so much that it's blocking my vision. Awesome. I'm instantly thinking, oh my god, I have cellulitis on my face again. I'm freaking out because, first of all, I work with a lot of different people um, in the public and so forth and so on. And so, like, can't be walking into a closing room looking like Quasimodo. So that's a no. So I immediately contact work. I'm like, look, guys, I look crazy. I have to go to the hospital. Like, not the hospital. I got to go to the doctor. I'm trying to get into my doctor. I couldn't get the appointment, of course. My doctor no longer works at the practice that I go to attend that my insurance covers I then find out that she no she no longer works at a practice that my insurance covers at all so it's completely out of network very triggering that's for another time any hoots I have to go to the ready med the clinic whatever it is okay so I go she had a little sip of shards so I go and I'm like I make the appointment online because I'm like, bit, I li- listen, this is not my first rodeo at the ready med, okay? So I make my appointment so I'm not sitting in a waiting room with 20 strangers, okay? No, thank you. So I make my appointment. I go in. I'm telling the lady what's going on, blah, blah, blah. I'm assuming there's a copay. And she's like, no, there's no copay, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, huh, okay, cool. I mind my business. Lady walks in. She looks at it. She's an MP. She looks at it. She touches it. And and I'm like, okay, don't touch too much because this hurts. Painful. And she's like, how long have you had this? She's asking me all these questions. She goes, well, it's definitely not cellulitis because, you know, A, B, or C would happen right now. And I'm like, okay, good, great. So figure it out. What is this? I don't know. It was some sort of abscess. I don't know. I don't know how I get these things on my fucking face. Triggered. Okay, so uh, I'm like, okay, what's the game plan? You know, like, what are we what are we doing here? She goes, well, I'm going to give you a really strong antibiotic. And I'm just thinking to myself, my stomach can't handle antibiotics because I don't feel like shitting oil for the next 10 days because that's what antibiotics do to me. So I expressed that to her and she said, well, I really need you to try this antibiotic, though, because this is what it's good. This is how this is going to treat this. You really need to give it a go. If it really upsets your stomach, give me a call in, th- in two, three days. Okay, fine. She goes, I'm also going to give you an antibiotic in your in a shot in your hip, a.k.a. your ass. And um, that's really going to kickstart things. And I'm like, all right, cool. So then there's like a nurse or a medical assistant or somebody. I don't really know her title. Really doesn't matter. 
She comes barreling in the room, y'all. She is just locked, loaded, ready to go. Syringe, pull down your pants. Don't bend over. She gave me a shot in the ass in less than 30 seconds and she was out of that room. I didn't know what was happening. She was clearly on some sort of speed zoomies Adderall something because I just thought to myself, wow, I've never received a shot that quickly in my life. Good thing I'm not afraid of needles. We all know that. She also got the IV in Indianapolis because she can't handle her liquor like she used to. Hashtag 30 paws, blah, say blah, you get it. So, I'm like, I, what the fuck just happened? I mean, I am shook by this, okay? I'm just like, okay, all right. She comes back in. She gives me it. She compliments my shoes. I'm like, okay, all right. 20, 20 minutes, I'm out of there. I'm like... Wonderful. I got my prescription. I was like, I need to go to the CVS. We need to get this. I got to go back to work. I know my face looks crazy, but like, guys, I'm going to Italy in November. I literally cannot take any more days off of work. Your girl only has an eensy amount of PTO. She's a slave to the fucking dollar. Okay. I'm working. Anywho, well, of course, CVS doesn't fill up that prescription and they need an hour and blah, say, blah. Well, that then, you know, that hour comes by. I go to the local cafe. I have I'm like, let me just get a little sandwich, a little coffee, a tea, something. Well, then my stomach really starts to turn and I'm just thinking to myself, oh, fuck, it's that shot. It's that antibiotic. I am going to have one hell of a time. I'm absolutely exhausted. 40 minutes into having a little coffee talk with my um, my good friend over at the Friendly Fox, I'm just thinking to myself, um, I can't go into work. Like, I can't do it. And then I always feel like I need confirmation from a friend and or my mother and or both. And they're like, no, absolutely not. You're not going into work. Like, you're done for the day. And I was. I had to take the entire day off. Shoot to, oh, I don't know. A month later, I received the bill, and ReadyMed said, that'll be $247, please. And I said, excuse you, ma'am. You told me that I didn't have a copay. Now, I would like to know what in the actual fuck cost $245, $247, I don't know how much it was, something in the ballpark, for 20 minutes to give me a shot in the ass, let me know I have an infection, shocker, and 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 now you want $247, and they said, do now, and I said, honey, you didn't get the, but you didn't get in the budget these next, that's not happening, you'll do when I say you're due, okay, what is the point of health insurance, let's release the particles on that really fucking quick, okay, what is the actual point with health insurance because clearly I have to meet a $5,000 deductible for anything to actually make sense triggered beyond triggered I literally just want to take that bill use it as a wiping paper and flush it down the toilet it's like literally taking $250 wiping it with my ass and flushing it down the toilet that's exactly what that shit is because I'm just thinking to myself well, I think I could have found, I think I have enough, like, doctorish friends that, like, 
I could probably have found an antibiotic. But then I think to myself, like, Heather, you don't have to, you don't, we're not struggling like that anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not going through those hoops. We need to actually be an adult. But, guys, I'm telling you, sometimes adulting is so hard for me because I'm just like, $250 for a shot in the ass and and, and, a, and a medical staff member to comment on my shoes? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yikes. So let's release the particles on the fact that we would like to thank the baby boomers for giving us shit health care in a planet that's literally burning. Thank you. We're going to release you all a bye bye So I know I've expressed this um, on my personal IG page, but not the 30 plus IG page. And if you're not following either, well, I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, Especially the 30 plus page, you know, if you're listening, I don't know, you just need to follow. Okay. Be a part of the movement. So. I ha- I've been promoting the podcast on, you know, Facebook, on Instagram. I need to get better with Twitter. I was actually just having this conversation with someone today, and I just kind of mentioned it in passing how I find social media just absolutely exhausting, you know? And people are probably going to be like, well, Heather, you're on it all the time. I don't know how that's exhausting. It's exhausting because I feel like it's always got to be this strategy and this curated something. And I'm not a, like, I can do that for others, but doing that for myself is a struggle. And that's definitely something I'm working on. So I'm, I'm just trying to just do it all, honey. The Twitter, the snaps, the, the, Instagram, the Facebook, the, um, now there's Clubhouse. It's, it's fucking exhausting. Okay. It's a lot. And I just think to myself, I'd much rather have a glass of wine and lose myself in a HBO Max series. I don't want to be on all this all the time. That's why people pay other people to do that. That's neither here nor there. Moving on. So, Y'all know how I feel about Facebook. Fucking Facebook. Literally, I... (laughs) This app, this particular social media avenue triggers me and grinds my fucking gears. Because let me tell you, I accept a friend request when I know the mutual friends that we have. If I personally know them you know, hold conversations with them, etc. I'm going to be like, oh yeah, sure. Be my friend. Cool. I have a podcast to promote, honey. Okay. Be my friend. Listen to the pod. I'd love it. Any hoots. So I've lately had a few people are like on Facebook. I've listened to the pod. It's hilarious. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm literally doing my best. I'm doing the work. I'm one human who is trying to learn, evolve, grow, self-promote, market, 
edit, create. Honey, it's a fucking lot, especially with somebody who has a full-time job who's trying to have a little bit of a social life and squeezing in a little bit of, like, I don't know, conversation with future dates that I may or may not have. I don't know. It's like I can't even, it's just so, it's a lot. I need 16 of me, okay? Because it's a lot. It's just a fucking lot. And sometimes I just want to wake up, rise and relax, and not do any of it, okay? But I'm playing, you know, devil's advocate here because... I am the one-man show. I am the director, the creator, the the editor, the this, the that, and the other. So I'm literally just like, I'm doing my best, okay? So I've had a few people message me, listen to the pod, da-da-da-da, especially men <laughs> who I, hey, if you're a dude and you listen to this, coolio. Preach. Thank you. Um, you know, pretty much gay men and women over 30 are my target audience. But if you're not either of those and you're still listening and you find it entertaining and or whatever else, like, preach. Awesome. I love that. I love that. If you like it, I love it. You know, that's where I'm at with that. Okay. So, This rando befriends me, okay? And I have to say this verbatim just so that everybody just really gets the full picture of every bit of craziness that occurred, okay? So I don't know this person at all, okay? Never met him, but we have mutual friends. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. You have a podcast. All right, whatever. This man, middle-aged not attractive okay I just painting the picture I'm just I'm not putting anybody down I'm just painting you the picture that's all unattractive overweight middle-aged average white dude okay paint that in your mind he says I just finished up your episode on overwokeness. Preach. You nailed it. Myself and a friend have been podcasting for about a year and a half now. And if you ever want to hook up for a threesome, let me know. My setup can handle up to six. Also, available for any questions you might have or advice if you're up for an honest critique. We're quite a bit filthier than you, but if you want to check us out and then send the link. The amount of red flags just within those two or three messages that I received was so astounding that I didn't even respond. And let me tell you all this. When someone doesn't respond, that's your response. No response is a response. Okay? Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. First of all, let's unpack this real quick. You enjoyed my episode. You tell me you've been podcasting for a year and a half now. Congratulations. Way to be consistent. If you ever want to hook up for a threesome, 
Let me know. Sir? Sir. No. No. You could never. I would never. No. Nobody. Nope. 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 Okay? Your choice of words were piss poor. Then he continues to say, you're going to compliment me in one breath, but in the next breath you're saying, available for any questions you might have or advice if you're up for honest critique. Let me tell y'all something. She's humble. I have had, especially in my 30s, have had to have multiple, multiple humble pies. Okay? I know this show could be better. I'm working on it. She's a work in progress. I know that I could have A, B, and C, or I could do A, B, and C, and D, and E, and F. Working on it. I'm working. I'm a working bitch, okay? Doing my fucking best. So, here's the thing. I don't know you from Adam, but you're going to compliment me in one breath, but then... Let me know that you are really ready to give me an honest critique. Well, Bob, we're going to call you Bob. Okay, well, Bob, let me tell you, I don't know you, nor did I ask for your advice. So fuck off. Okay? Truly. I don't need a mansplaining sesh from your ugly ass. Straight up. Secondly, we're quite a bit filthier than you. Uh, probably because I wouldn't use the word threesome to collaborate with somebody on a podcast. And B, I don't even want to imagine you being filthy, Bob. Ew. 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 I'm so grossed out about this. We're quite a bit filthier than you. Uh, pretty sure I'm not filthy. That's not what I, that's not an adjective I would use to describe 30 Plus Podcast, but, uh, yikes. Very yikes. Okay? I'm very, very grossed out about that. Okay? So, I'm like, okay, that was alarming. We're gonna ignore that. It's literally 5.30 in the morning. I'm very busy. I'm about to work out, do my thing. Like, she's gotta, like, work out. Take her vitamins, drink water, <sighs> let me do my thing, please. So I ignore it, right? I think like a whole day and a half later, at 4.13 in the morning, he sends me another message and says, maybe you took offense to the word threesome. Maybe you believe you can make it without advice. Either way, good luck to you out there. Bob, make what? Make what? Make what? What am I making? I can make it? Because that's all perception, baby. That's all subjective. Okay? I don't need your advice. You sought me. You befriended me. You hopped in my DMs. I'm not seeking you. We are not the same, sir. Okay? So, again, no response is a response. 
I'm choosing not to respond because you're fucking psycho. And I'm not going to feed in to the psycho. It's not good for my mental. It's not good for my energy. It's not good for my peace. Okay? But you decided to mansplain or have the invitation for you to mansplain. And when I didn't take you up on the invitation for you to mansplain, then you decided to just go ahead and then send me a message at 4.13 in the morning. Go to bed. Go to sleep, Bob. Go to sleep. Because nobody wants to hear it and nobody fucking cares. It's like, here's the thing. It's like, as females, we are not required to respond to you. We are not required to even take up a compliment or to thank you for the compliment. I'm not required to do shit. Period. Point. Blank. So for you to come in to my space and crowd my inbox with absolute nonsense and then because I didn't respond, you want to then crowd my inbox a bit more with more nonsense only just tells me that you're single and you have um, this, this audacity, the audacity to actually think that you are entitled to come in to my space and say that to me when I don't know you from fucking Adam. Wow. Learn some rejection, bro. Learn some rejection. Because I don't give a fuck. I don't know you. Okay? That's for one. Two, the delusion of grandeur, sir. The delusion of grandeur. Make it? Who are you? I don't, I've never heard of your podcast. I've never, nothing. Who are you? How can I help you? Because you're not really helping me. You're actually turning me off. You're actually doing the opposite. So here's my thing. Especially when I, when I got in my 30s, I really, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Do not offer your advice if it is not specifically asked for. Just shut up. That's it. It's not asked for. Trust me, I have people that I follow and other podcasters and be like, okay, I definitely want to like pick their brain. I want to ask them things. I'm not perfect. I, guys, I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I really... Like, I know what I'm doing. I know the brand. I know I have a message. I know it is definitely marketable. But, like, doing my fucking best. And it's a work in progress. I don't know what else to say other than, like, didn't seek your advice, Bob. Kindly fuck off and go play in traffic. Why? Why would anyone, especially men, to me it's so triggering, it's the mansplaining. It's, it's really just the mansplaining. It's just like, I, you know, I opened up to a person that I've, you know, known for a little while now. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of this episode. You know, give it a listen, blah, say, blah. And then it was just like, you need to do this more. Nobody knows about your podcast. You need to do this. And I'm just thinking to myself like, woo, I just was 
proud of something and now you just made me feel like it's not enough. I'm sorry, what? Not my people. Just can't do it. Just can't do it. So I'm going to leave you with this and I'm just going to sprinkle this on top because I feel like I served you a fucking soft serve vanilla sundae with a little caramel sauce, a little hot fudge, and some toasted pecans. And I just want to actually just be the whipped cream and cherry on top for you for you all right now. Just keep on keeping on. And whatever, however, you are measuring your progress, I think that's successful within itself. You know what I mean? Do I want this to take off? Absolutely. But am I having fun and just like doing it because it's a passion project? Because I have a lot to say about being in your 30s, being a modern day 30 something, being, you know, a millennial living in her mom's basement. Absolutely. I think it's great material. I think I have content for days and I do. But at the same time, it's just like if I just stay consistent enough and I create my own progressive timeline, Whatever else the perception is beyond that and outside of that is actually none of my business. Y'all can have the opinions and for days. And I, I literally, like, I can't take all of that to heart because I know what I'm doing and my goals and what it's going to become is it's going to get there. Honey, I'm a Capricorn. We're goats. We're just gonna keep fucking climbing. Like, there's, that's it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's me and Michelle Obama. You know, (laughs) me and my girl Michelle. We just keep climbing. That's what Capricorn females do. We just keep on keeping on. And we're going to go at our own pace. And there is no, you know, specific timeline. Sure, I'd love a team. I'd love an editing team. I'd love, a, you know, a creative. T- who's who's going to be part of this team? You know what I mean? It's just like I can, I can, I have my tribe. And I that's why I really want to kind of circle back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode. It's just like I have my tribe. I have my people. Like they're a small circle, but they're smart. They're creative. They're innovative. Like I can, with the help of, with the little help of my friends, I can do a lot and I know I can but the timing has to make sense and I also have to give myself some grace so there you go give yourself a little grace whatever your goal is whatever you want to pursue whether it's a creative passion whether it's just like any sort of goal like mentally physically financially spiritually whatever it is whatever all that outside noise shit is Black it out. It it doesn't even... It's not even going to make sense because... Because we are complex human beings. That it's a lot to unpack. So we got to stop thinking that we know exactly how this person operates and exactly what they do and exactly what they should be doing. And I'm going to tell them this and I'm going to... No, tell yourself to fucking take a seat. How about that? Actually, Bob... Take several. Okay? Okay. Thirty balls.
just want to thank you all for joining me on yet another episode of 30 Paws. She had a lot to say. She had some stories to tell. We lived, we laughed, and we loved. And that's that. Be safe. Be well. A lot can happen in the next six months. I just encourage everyone to just keep on keeping on. Because like my guy Joe Dierte once said, life's a garden. Dig it.